0: Glitter! RPG a day! Take over! Strange. I've been strange my whole life. Between medical conditions, the things I love doing, the way I wear my heart on my sleeve, the way I say the things I think out loud, the clothes I wear sometimes, and even the life choices I've made. Life choices I've made. There has always been someone giving me that side-eyed look. There's always been that moment where I felt embarrassed to be me and wished dearly I could be anybody else. Someone normal who hadn't screwed up their life as much as I had. And yes, I can fake it pretty well at times and pass as fairly normal to those who don't really know me. Sometimes even kind of cool if you only know me as like a covers band singer. But to do so, well even that, see even that, other people think is strange, you know? But... To fake it, I have to be not, well, me. In my loneliest moments, I wonder if being too much me is why I'm just me on my own. Finding RPG again was the best thing that ever happened to me. Because for once, I felt like I was normal. And maybe even a little bit cool. You know, and I have friends who know me and still like me for all the bits of me. I can be creative and weird and sing and dress up and joke around and tell stories and it's not strange. In fact, it's wonderful because I can make other people happy too while I'm doing it. And that's why I love RPG. Because it brings all those strange and wonderfully weird people together and entertains us and makes us not alone, makes us no longer strangers, but friends. All your calls, your messages, your support, and your excitement to play with me mean everything. I love you all so, 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 so much. But I think it's time to get to what you've all waiting for, Kyra. I wonder if she'll be finding something strange, or a stranger, or maybe a stranger who is strange. Who knows? You have to see. Kyra stepped down the tunnel, sure of foot, with her staff lighting the way, bringing daylight in the darkness. She was moving quickly downwards and scanning the quiet with her ears twitching, trying to be quiet. Let's roll a check to see how that's going. Plus four. No DC. I just want to see. So there's a 13 on the dice. 17 total. Yeah, she's moving fairly quietly. She felt the corridor of rock level out cast Shalala again, as it had since run out as she was moving. She could hear the noise of a few footsteps and something else ahead, and she ran towards it. She was ready to stop Danfern. She rounded the corner and burst into a large circular room with a vaulted ceiling, with a table of chairs in the middle and several other tunnels leading off from it. But that wasn't what Kyra focused on. Kyra saw red. Shining and silky red hair flowing around the shoulders of a surprised and absolutely gorgeous elven woman. She gathered herself quickly and smiled at Kyra with a particularly hungry look in her eyes. "'Oh, good. Danfen will be pleased you're back. He's gone ahead with the others, but we can catch them and join in the fun if we hurry.' And she moved to turn towards the tunnel behind her and stopped to look again at Kyra. She raised her chin and cocked her head to the side as she asked, "'You are here to fight, aren't you?' At this question, Kyra felt her lip curl up at the irony, and replied honestly, Oh yes, I am absolutely here to fight. Oh good, then let's go! And she tossed her hair behind her shoulders, and with the other hand gestured to the tunnel. After you! Don't mind if I do, grinned Kyra, as she flicked her wrists outwards, and brought her arms up over her head, and laced her fingers together. Underneath Red, the ground broke open in tiny cracks, and vines grew out of it, tangling her in them. Red flicked her head around and glared at Kyra as she spat at her. Oh, you just made a big mistake, Kyra. And then she grinned. Red needs to make a strength saving throw, DC 18, which is a of kind of similar level to Kyra for this. Sake of this, um, similar but a couple of levels less. So she has similar features and traits, and she's also got advantage against magical plant-based difficult terrain. So she gets to roll two dice and take the higher roll. That's what an advantage means. Okay, so her highest is eleven plus two, but that's not enough. So what does that mean for Red? Okay, she gathered herself to pull out of the tangle of vines and was flustered for a moment as she found she wasn't able to. No matter, I don't need to move to beat you. And she flowed her arms around her, wiped her forehead, flicked the sweat off her fingers and screamed, HELL! Kyra tensed herself to dive as she felt the air get cold and looked up to see stones made of ice pelting down from the room's ceiling. Okay, so Kyra needs to do some stuff right now. She needs a deck save to get out of the way. She needs a DC 16. She has a plus four. Rolls a 12. Wait, yeah, uh, yep, 16. Okay, mid-speeds. Ooh. Okay, so Kyra takes some damage for this. She takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage, but halved because she managed to, um, like, deck save to get out of the way okay so that is four four damage with it halved and 4d6 cold halved okay so that's 10 12 so that's a six six damage just recording all of this in d and d beyond so that i remember everything okay okay all right, that cold damage is going to trigger a reaction spell, um, absorb elements from Kyra that we'll see go off in just a second. So Kyra springs towards the table in the center of the room and nearly manages to make it underneath. Right as she was scrambling underneath, she felt the stones starting to beat on her back, and sitting underneath, she shivered in the cold. That all you got? She yelled back, her breath wisping like vapor. She could hear... Her scream in frustration as she got hit with the cold. Wait. She could hear Red scream in frustration as she tried to pull herself out of the vines holding her. Uh, Rolling oof okay she rolled a 17 that time with her plus two that is definitely enough to get her out and then Kyra saw her step out of the vines and move towards the table damn it thought Kyra okay time for the burnt guns Kyra you've got to do this and she straightened up from her crouch under the table and grasped her staff to swing it and she channeled the cold that she felt through herself as she whirled them towards that massive red hair that she could see so I'm gonna roll to attack with Shalele, which uses spell stats instead of melee, basically um, So a plus 10 to hit and AC of 15 is, AC, is red's AC Okay, rolls a 13 so that's a hit for sure damage is 8 plus 5 Okay, so that's 10, plus the extra 2 d 6 Cold damage from using absorb elements before, oh, sweet, that's 11. Okay, so total swing is 21 damage. Red staggers backwards, shivering with the hit, and her face contorts with rage as her hands make knives out of the cold, and she hurls both of them at Kyra. So, Ice Knives come in Kyra, Kyra's way. Red has to roll a ranged spell attack plus eight. Okay. Ooh, yikes. That's a hit with 15 plus eight. Okay, because Kyra's AC is only 15. So, that's 2D. 10 where's my other d10 okay yep d10 damage from the knives 2d10 oh god oh thanks sylvanas okay i rolled two twos so only four damage from the knives recording that in D &D beyond yep cool okay so kyra dodges the knives spinning aside to let them fly past her but she's not fast enough as one slices her ear and the other grazes her arm she winces and turns as if to watch them land and as she moves to spin through that spin and attack again she hears a crack that makes her stop for a second and watch as the knives splintered into pieces where they lay. She heard red cackle beside her as she realized that they were both about to get sprayed with ice splinters unless she was very quick. Okay so that's a deck 16 to get out of the way. just mm, yes, Kyra that's a 14 plus 4. Okay so what a red roll. Oof. Okay ouch plus, plus 12 plus, plus Three. Ooh, that's so close okay but she does not get out of the way so 2d6 cold damage and that is eight that is 29 damage taken so far so kyra thinking quickly used the momentum she had built with the spin to whirl behind red placing her between the flying death shards and herself Red shuddered as she was pierced everywhere with tiny wee sh- ice shards and staggered around to stare at Cairo with a confused look as to how this was going so wrong. Cairo found herself feeling suddenly hot with anger and she knew what she wanted to do to this cold-hearted foe who felt with fought with ice. She felt her whole body alight with flames and pulse outwards from her as she burned with rage. So Kyra needs to roll and attack against an AC 15 again. Oh, that was close. Okay so I rolled a 5 plus the 10. It's okay because it's plus the 10. meets beats. So how much damage? Okay it is 3. 3d8. Okay if she gets all over over 11 damage by the way because they only gave um her 40 damage 40 hp 40 damage only gave her 40 hp so if she gets it over 11 it's all over so okay that happened Flames race out and catch red on fire and she drops her arms to the side and falls to her knees. She raises her head and Kyra watched as the ice splinters in her face melted and water ran down her face, appearing like tears. Kyra knew she was seeing this woman's last moments and it struck her. She didn't even know her name. Regret and anger at the stupidness of it all flooded her, and she fell to her knees wanting to take it all back, to talk to Red, to convince her somehow that Danfern was a madman. She opened her mouth and whispered, I'm, I'm sorry. Red smiled a last smile at Kyra while blazing in pain and seemed to laugh. She managed to hoarsely scream, "Wake!" at Kyra before she kneeled over a lifeless on the floor. Kyra sat for a moment, with the sound of flames and the smell of roasting flesh, keeping her company, and said a quiet prayer for this poor corrupted soul who had so lost her way. She felt the burden of what she had done, she felt the wetness of real tears on her cheeks, and she knew that she had much more to go. It was hard getting to her feet under the weight of her destiny and what it might cost her. She only hoped that she would succeed. She stepped heavily towards the darkness, not lighting her torch this time. She didn't want to see herself right now, or she might not be able to keep going. Thanks for joining me in this Jules from NZ RPG A Day Takeover special. I hope you're enjoying our improvised D&D 5E story. Tune in tomorrow for our next prompt. Thanks to my gems, KP, Bobby, Shell, Scott, Glenn, James, and Jason. And a big thanks to everyone listening. I don't know if it was Aotearoa New Zealand or Roleplay Games that brought you here, but I'm super glad that you've stopped by. We'll be back to New Zealand episodes in September, because August is for RPG. E no hora, ano goodbye and see you again soon Mwah!